Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome Afternoon Drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Fry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, Sasquatch and Wildcard Casinos and Blackhawk always have great giveaways. You're going to love this. They're giving away a Tesla. And with gas prices being so high, driving an electric car might be the way to go, especially if they're just going to give it to you. But if you don't want it, no problem. They're going to give you nearly $33,000 in cash. Instead, grand prize drawings coming up 4th of July weekend. Head on up there to be part of that promotion. You can check out their sports book as well. Outstanding menu and what I love most, honestly, besides the really loose slots, play Whale's Tales. That's my favorite. Absolute favorite. What I really love, I got sidetracked there, about Sasquatch and Wildcard is they are a family-owned casino. And there are very few, if any, up in Blackhawk, and they really treat you well. They treat you like family. How are you, Terry? I'm doing well. Straight from uh, Media Day at the Stanley at the Stanley Cup Final. Very uh, Super Bowl-ish with pods and microphones, players sitting down in small groups, media going from group to group, asking questions about if you were a tree, what would you be? Right. And those, I know you miss those days. You know what? Um, I've been part of them. I, I still am part yeah. of them, right? I just didn't go to this one. Uh, and I can't even imagine how many NHL media days you've been to at the Cup, along with all the other sports that you've covered. Do you ever get tired of it? Oh, yeah. I, I would say I've been to maybe I'm exhausted 10, of it. I've maybe been to 10 Stanley Cup finals over the years, and they've really kicked it up a notch, the NHL has, on things like media day and making players available between games and and setting the stage for the coverage of the series. They do a much better job than they used to. And it's, it, I think it, it owes a lot of, a lot of it to kind of seeing what other leagues do and finally fo- following or following the, the precedents. My thing about doing a media day is in general, personally, I don't like crowds and I don't like lines. Now, most people don't, but I'll put it into perspective for you. If for some reason, the Beatles had a reunion tour. And I'm saying, let's say John Lennon and George Harrison are alive. Uh And I had to stand in line for 45 minutes for tickets. I wouldn't because I won't even wait in a line that long to see the Beatles. play. Oh, I would do that. See that my point is I wouldn't. So going to media day to me, I feel very claustrophobic. I hear a bunch of dumb questions. And I, I'm like five, six people deep on something you could barely hear. And I don't feel like I can get work done. Well, part of the problem is that the bulk of the local media core ha- knows all these things. You know, what do you ask? Right. Kale McCarr. What do you ask? Nathan McKinnon. Right. That's not repetitive of all the other things we've written and asked. For the national, about yeah, it, it becomes repetitive because and, they haven't asked these And the international, the international media is here in large numbers. And I, I was re- really struck by the fact that the positive is you really get the feeling that the pandemic really is behind us now. Right. I mean, there are causes for concern now on some fronts with, with COVID again. But for the most part, 
the NHL has put it behind them, and it, we're really operating back at normal. All right, time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. I need to preface this by saying I am not trying to be hot take guy, and I'm not trying to blow something out of proportion. But at the end of the day, this was said by Devon Taves. This was tweeted out by Michael Spencer of CBS4. This is what Taves said. They haven't seen us, meaning the Lightning, adding there are good teams in the East, but I think we're a different animal. I'm not suggesting that Jared Bednar is saying, get me that quote so I can put it on the whiteboard or the bulletin board or whatever. I mean, uh, John Cooper. Oh, John Cooper. Excuse me. You're right. With that, should Taves have chosen his words maybe just a little bit more carefully? Kind of like, well, well, like when Steven Stamkos was asked following the Eastern Conference final. When he was asked about the Avs, he said they're the best team in hockey. Well, if he said they haven't seen us, that's kind of curious because they played twice in the regular season. Right. So I think. I think what he meant was they haven't seen our speed. I think that's what he meant. They haven't seen a team as fast as us, and we are a different animal. Well, is he telling the truth? If, if that's what he said, is he telling the truth? Well, uh, maybe. He's telling the truth. He obviously believes it if that's what he said. And that's fine. You can say that if you want to. I talked to two former NFL players today. NHL players. I do that. No, NFL players. players. I talked to two former NFL players about bulletin board material. And I said to them, does that stuff even really resonate with you? He said, it really resonates probably more with the coaches. And I said, well, how does that affect the game? And they said to me, well, when you step onto the field, or in this case, step onto the ice, you're not thinking, you're not thinking about this stuff. However, however, one guy said to me specifically, he said, you know what? If I read something like this, and he didn't mean this exact quote, yeah. but if somebody said something inflammatory, maybe I would spend an extra 10 minutes in the weight room. Maybe I would spend an extra 10 minutes watching film. Now, you could disagree, but these guys played. Bulletin board material is the most moronic, stupid, and silly concept in professional sports. Then why, then why these do, guys are professionals. Then why do the coaches use because it? Because coaches are weird. My father was one. He believed in all that stuff. He okay. believed keep your mouth shut. He believed don't rile the opposition. But I'm here to say, I'm here to say, Dad, that was ridiculous. But I got a question for, and I say this with all due respect to you because I'm in the same boat with you. How in the hell do I know? And with all due respect, how the hell do you know? You didn't play, and I didn't play. I'm not in a locker room. I don't know what motivates guys. So I think some way, in some ways, honestly, that's why players look at the media as we don't understand the game. You really think Miko Ranton is Miko Ranton and, or Steven Stamkos in this in this instance on the other side of the other side of the uh, locker room area is going to get excited about that? Are they really going to care about what Devon Taves supposedly said at the? I'm not summer? saying this. Well, here. There's something else to consider, and you know this as well as anything, being a print journalist for all the years that you were. Putting something in print, in text, okay, and not having the point of reference of the sound, meaning the interview, Mm -hmm. and it's just straight copy. You don't get the tone. You don't get the tone. You don't hear the sly smile. You don't get the context, and one, one of those guys said to me, when he was playing in the NFL, a coach took it, and enlarged it on the white screen, 
right in the locker room. So he said every single player walked by that quote every single day. I just think it's silly. Well, you, uh, I say that again. I say this with all due respect to you. I never played, and you're in the same rowboat as me. Neither did you. So I'm not going to doubt a guy who told me, two guys who told me, this stuff happens. Coaches use it. They both said to me, that stuff didn't rile me up. That can all be true, but I can still say it's stupid. Yeah, that's fine. And and maybe... And, it, maybe and even it, stupider is we in the media jumping all over perceived slights or, or incendiary quotes. Nobody cares. I don't think... I tell you what, let me, let me ask you, for as far as bulletin board material goes, what if for the sake of argument, sake of argument, um, somebody on the Av said we're a much better defense than the Lightning. Well, you know what's going to no, happen no, now? No, Some, no, somebody's no, somebody's no, going to hear that and Twitter it out as if somebody said it. No, no. What I'm asking Tweet is, it out. what I'm asking is, what if and this would not happen if somebody came out and said on the Avs, we have a far superior defense to theirs. So what? Do you you don't think so? What? No, that's what they believe. They believe that if if that was the case and they said it. It would be something they believed. You don't think, what, what are they supposed to say? You know, they have a much better defense than we do. And you don't think for a minute that guys no, might spend. I don't. I that, don't. Okay. So let me ask you, have you talked to guys and they've all told you 100% that's a bunch of BS or is that what you, Terry Fry, believe? It's both. Every single player is to ever. I've been around. I've been around. You've been around thousands of athletes yes, as I have I. So every single one has said you that bulletin board material is BS. Everyone. No, they haven't. Well, then, then I, how I, don't, I don't that? sit down and sit down and say, hey, do you think bulletin board stuff is BS? I have other things to worry about, and that is not my focus. And I don't jump all over every perceived little, quote, slight with athletes. I just I think it's silly, moronic, and stupid. I don't know if you remember this. This is back when I think the Broncos played the Patriots for the right to go to the Super Bowl. And I can't re- Antonio Smith, I believe he was a defensive lineman for the Broncos. And Les and I were interviewing him. And I asked him specifically about Tom Brady. And he said to me, Tom Brady? Tom Brady is cry Brady. And that became a huge national story. And if you don't think for a minute that Tom Brady looked at that and said, oh, okay. Now, granted... The Patriots lost the game. He wasn't Tom Brady yet either. Um, yeah, in 2013, he sure was. Okay. That or was- excuse me, 2015, Tom Brady was Tom Brady. Okay. Because the Broncos didn't play the didn't play the Patriots for the right to go to the Super Speaking Bowl back in 2002, 2003, 2004. So Tom Brady was already a first ballot Hall of Famer. Do you really think, do you really think that professional athletes, if you have to be motivated by bulletin board material, you should get out of this sport. Well, then the two guys I talked to today need to get out of the sport. Okay, and they when, should. Well, well, they're retired, and one of them was a multiple <laughs> all-pro. Okay. Okay. And then you know how else you get out of the sport? All the coaches that do it. Yes, they do. Did your father ever do it? I don't know. What, I, do, you th- I, what do you think? If I, you knew that when, I knew that Did when Jerry he was, do it? I, I, my best guess is, especially when he was a head coach. Uh-huh. He would he would told his players to button their lips. Right, but if he ever saw somebody say something else about his team, do you think he'd bring it up I to don't his players? So. Sure. No. no, I'm not sure. What if you found out that he did? What would you say to him? I said, Dad, that was stupid, moronic, and silly. And you know what he'd say? 
stay in your lane, stick to writing. Go write an eighth book. That's what he would tell yeah. you. Today, he'd say, you know what, Terry? Go write your eighth book. Whether it's Hogs, Horn, Nixon, Olympic Affair, come up with another title. I'll take care of football. You take care of writing books. How about a different animal? Are they a different animal? Yes. Um, I think They're the top defensive core in the NHL. They've got an emerging superstar in Kale McCarr. Let me ask you. Patrick Waugh and Ray Bork, among many, many, many others, are equating him to the next. Who is the best offense in the NHL this year? The Avalanche. No, they were not. But but if you simply say, equate that as just simply statistics. That's no, no. Who scored the most goals this season? Florida. Yes. And they got swept. Well, they didn't score at all in the playoffs. They, they got swept. They were awful. They got swept and, and, by this and, Tampa team and that's about to that, face this Avs offense that is the next coming what of does Gretzky that have to do with, and Messier. What does that have to do with Devontae saying, I think we're a different What player. I'm saying is, I think that the Florida Panthers, excuse the pun, are the same animal. I'm just saying, if the Tampa Bay Lightning have to use what Devontae said today at Media Day, uh, they're they're not worthy of being a three-time Stanley Cup champion, and they won't be. Well, you know what? I think you just gave them bulletin board material oh, by yeah, saying right. they're not worthy. I, got I, said, I said if. I said if they got excited over an alleged quote from <laughs> Devon Taves, then, they, then that's just so. I can promise you there are coaches out there that I don't know that I'm guessing have used stuff like this in the past. Or just made up quotes, too. I've heard of that. Too. Okay, maybe they have. But coaches use this stuff all the time. It's just silly. I'm well, sorry. Might, I keep using that word over, might and, be over silly. and over and over It again, might be silly, silly, but it happens. It's silly when the media harp on it and react, react overwhelmingly in circumstances that it doesn't deserve. Coming up after the break, Melvin Gordon. He showed up for camp. And what did he say? And what he said was very puzzling to me. I'm thinking, Melvin, really? That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. One thing I really enjoy about working with Danny is he's very thoughtful with his bumping music. So we're going to be talking about Melvin Gordon of the Broncos, and we're playing the theme to Hawaii Five O. Please explain the symmetry between those two. Well, I expect the Broncos to score about 50 points a game, mm -hmm. and they'll have a lot of Pro Bowlers, but the Pro Bowl's not in Hawaii anymore, so I guess that part kind of falls <laughs> apart on me. Hey, other than that, it's, just, it's a perfect song. <laughs> well, you started with something trying to BS me, and then you're like, wait a minute, it's not there anymore. You know what, Eric? <laughs> I have one thing to say about all this. Just one? Book him, Dano. There we go. I don't even remember that show. Now, oh, now you could have meant, you could have meant that Melvin Gordon this season is going to be wiped out. 
you could have said that if that's what you believed. But instead, you went down the Pro Bowl route, which is no longer there. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance, the Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303 790 8089. That's 303 790 8089. Melvin Gordon, who was signed late by the Denver Broncos, really couldn't get an offer from anybody else, finally showed up for mandatory minicamp because it was mandatory. This is what he said about missing the voluntary camps that have been going on for a while. By the way, with a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, new quarterback, and a totally new system. I don't go to OTAs. When I was at the table with George Payton, I told him, you know, I'm not going to lay down. I've always had that mindset that I've got to go get it. Even if they bring someone in here to take the job, I know a lot of people wanted me to take the back seat, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get it. it. It's been like that for a while. When I was at the Chargers, everybody wanted Austin Eckler to start. I just come in here and do my thing. I got to tell you, for a guy who had trouble signing on with another team, that is that is that statement is so filled with hubris and arrogance. I'm thinking, Melvin, no one was dying to sign you. You didn't have offers all over the place, and you have a new system, new head coach, all that stuff that I mentioned, and, and Javante Williams, this is going to be his job, and you just waltz in? Saying that, I don't go to OTAs? Dude, you're not Aaron Rodgers. He's saying he wants to be the number one running back or at least a reasonable facsimile of one, 1A one and 1B, but he doesn't want to put in the work to do it. So Bingo. can you talk another 20 minutes so I can read through this again and try to figure out what the hell he means? Well, I sent you show notes much earlier. Did you hear me through it? I've got it. Okay. Well, what do you think he means? I think that's what he means. Is he, He's paranoid. He's insecure. and That's a paralyzing combination. It is, because if you look back... And when he got pulled over for his DUI, and I'm not trying to bring up his DUI to, you know, kick a kick him, okay? But when he got pulled over his DUI, he was talking on a police surveillance camera about Philip Lindsay. That should tell you what is in this guy's head. He's talking about Philip Lindsay, and then they draft Javante Williams, and I'm sure all of that was rattling in his head. Now, we talked about bulletin board material in reaction to something somebody says. So I'll, I'll twist it and put it in this instance. Oh, you're twisting it. If you're, if you're Peyton and you see this, you say, we, we might have made a mistake bringing him back. You're absolutely right. This guy, again, Aaron Rodgers did not show up to a lot of the voluntary workouts. And I say shame on him because he has all of these new wide receivers. I understand Aaron Rodgers wants to play golf. I understand he wants to do other things. But then again, he is the two-time MVP. But sadly, he's only thinking of himself. He's not thinking of his teammates, specifically his wide receivers, that he probably could use the work trying to figure out what type of routes they run, uh, getting in sync with those guys. To me, that's a very selfish move by Aaron Rodgers, not helping his teammates get better. For Melvin Gordon... People were not beating down his door, and he said he came back because of Russell Wilson. Yeah, you, you took a big discount. Truth is, no one was no one was dying to sign you, and now you don't show up for OTAs with all these new things. How about 
I'm sure he can learn the playbook, Terry. Mm -hmm. I've no doubt as a veteran, he's going to be able to learn the playbook. And I think he added something in by saying, listen, they hand me the ball and I run it. I get it. But if you're going to be one of the leaders of the team, you got to show your face a little bit more often. If a proven veteran says, I know what I need to do to get ready for a season. I know. That's one point. But the second point is what the, the, codicil, the codicil, what you're talking about here is with a new quarterback, new offensive coordinator. New head new coach, coach, new it's, system. It's, it's an extraordinary situation That's compared right. to a year ago. And so you're being, you're being selfish here too when you, and this is a guy who wants to get at least a semblance of equality with with uh, Williams in the number of carries, and he, I I'm of the view that he should get no more than a third of the carries, and maybe that's uh, maybe that's unnecessarily quantifying the, their status because Gordon's probably sl- is slipping anyway, and Williams is is ascending, so. But Gordon's not doing himself any favors here. He's only 29, but then again, he's a running back. And we know that the tread of a running back's tires goes away pretty quickly. He got a one-year, $2.5 million deal with a $100,000 signing bonus. That's what he got. And you know what? You're acting like a guy who got a $100,000 signing bonus. You're just not happy, so you just won't show up. Is there any way they can just ditch him? Sure they can. I mean, they can. I mean, his dead cap is 2.250. That's not a huge mm-hmm. hit if you decide to cut him. I don't think they will cut him. I think they like him, <clears throat> but I think it's selfish. Uh, you know, you have guys flying out to Russell Wilson's compound in San Diego, and not just the wide receivers. I'm including guys like Garrett Bowles, mm-hmm. and they're talking about Super Bowl and wanting to win, and then there's a championship feel around here, and it feels different than it has over the last six years. And Melvin Gordon, where the hell is he? Are you are you part of the team? Are you are you part of the wave that everybody's excited about? Or are you do you just punch the clock when you have to? Does this open up any room for injecting themselves in the race for significant carries, Mike Boone and Crockett? Mike Boone can play. And he's a George Payton guy. Mm-hmm. He came from the Minnesota Vikings. I believe that Melvin Gordon can play. Again, I think his stats, and, and I don't have this completely accurate, but I, I, mean, I know him in the ballpark. I think he's had six or seven consecutive seasons with nine or more touchdowns. The guy can play. Now, he's had some fumble problems, but I can tell you right now, if he starts fumbling the ball during the season, uh, people are going to bring this up. Yeah, all, all he's doing is giving people reasons to criticize him. Fumbling the ball at inopportune times. People are going to criticize him. Getting pulled over for a DUI, people are going to criticize him. Talking about Philip Lindsay when you got pulled over, people are going to say, you're all messed up in the head. And now this team has a new feeling, a breath of fresh air with Hackett and Russell Wilson. And people are feeling, hey, this team could be a, uh, certainly a playoff team, but maybe they can make a deep run. And then you have a guy who is probably all butthurt about not getting a bunch of offers. And then because he's a veteran with a new system, well, I'll I'll just pick it up. Gordon, Gordon in the past six has had eight or more touchdowns in the past six seasons in a row. And I think he's one of the only guys to do that in a very long time. He's on a very short list. And it's very impressive. And I know he can play. But I'm saying. Is he worth putting up with? I'm not. You know, I'm not going to suggest that he's even a problem, 
Because I'm not, I'm not trying to say that at all. I'm saying, what does that say to a Cortland Sutton or a Jerry Judy or a Hamler or even Russell Wilson? How committed are you? Mm-hmm. We're all here. We're all committed. Shoot, we flew out to San Diego because we want to win. And what are you doing? Well, I admit I was kind of in favor of re-signing Gordon. So, and I was too. And I still am. But I don't like the fact that because he's a veteran, he doesn't need to show up. I'm sorry. Uh, for as much experience as he has, it takes time to look to learn a new playbook. And from what everybody has said at the press conferences I've been to, it is a complicated playbook. And I understand all he has to do is take a handoff and run, but there are different sets. It's a it's a it's a wider zone type of offense for them, and it is different than what he has run in the past here. Let's be adults too. Something like this raises questions in the minds of people in the organization. Is there something else going on too? Maybe. And maybe that's why they gave him a one year deal. They got him on the cheap. Two point five million for a guy <laughs> two point five million for a guy of his caliber is a steal. I know. I know it is. I absolutely know it is. And you're laughing but because I, I still of this. laugh because I when I when we are in a world where of of athletes where the $2.5 million is considered a pittance. Okay, well. An insulting pittance. Okay, well. Danny, would you accept a $2.5 million deal? Absolutely. Not gripe about it? No, he's not He's not griping about it. No one's suggesting he's griping well, about he, it. About his, his, his lot in life now. No, he's when not. They're trying to have Austin Eckler run instead of me. He, I don't think he's griping about it, but I will ask you this, and I know we need to hit a break. You and I, I think, have had this conversation before. You like going to the theater. You yeah. want you want all your money to go to the theater owner or the actors. Moulin Rouge tonight. Okay. Well, there you go. No wonder why you're wearing a jacket. Point is, would you rather that money go to the theater owner or the actors? Oh, the actors. Okay. Well, actors that's what Melvin. All the way. Th- th- that's what. That's what Melvin Gordon is. He's the actor, and there's plenty of money to go around with TV money and streaming and everything else. So why so why shouldn't he get paid a, a decent uh, $2.5 million? And in this day and age in football, that's not a lot. You know who the most famous Weaverage High School alumni is right now? Alumnus? No. Annalee Ashford, Broadway star. I did We're not. We're proud of her. Well, that's great. That's great. You, you, you love bringing up your alma mater and Oregon. Yeah. You just can't get enough. I'm not that guy. Like I used to live in Buffalo. You know, once a Wheat Ridge farmer, always a Wheat Ridge farmer. It's great. And I, I'm a big supporter of Wheat Ridge. You know, I'm a big supporter of Arvada West because of Irv Brown. Because oh. of Irv. No, Irv was Arvada. Ar- that's why I said Arvada. Or did I say Arvada West? Yeah. I meant Arvada. But I'm a big supporter of Wheat Ridge now. And Dave Logan went there, right? Yes, he was okay. a year ahead of me. I'm a big fan of the schools around here. Logan and Fry. No, there's a Jerry. Picture. Logan and Fry. Jerry Fry no, and Terry Fry. Jerry Fry. Terry. Jerry. <laughs> Every once in a while he crossed me, he crossed me up and I I take a ball right to the point of the shoulder. That's why my right shoulder is still bad. Coming up after the break, the Avalanche had what was considered one of the top lines in the NHL with Landis Gog McKinnon and Miko Rantanen. That has been broken up. Right? Because yes. of the Kadri injury. Well, it was broken up. Before that, right. off and on over the course right. of the season. With that, with that, if if things go south for the Avs and Kadri's not back, do you think Bednar might push a panic button and say, we got to put these guys back together again? That's next. 
Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Okay, talking about Danny's music. So you have B.A. Baracus, you have Hannibal, you have Face, and, and then the crazy guy. So of the Avs, what we would like to be the top line, Brandon, Landeskog, and McKinnon. Let's go through this real quick. You we remember- can Finn. That's what the line should be called. Okay. Did you watch the A-team? I did not. Did you watch the A-team, Danny? Not the show, but I've seen the movie that they made okay. recently. All right. I- I'm going to tell you who I think Randon Landeskog and McKinnon are. I can okay. name one. George Papart. And he was Hannibal. He was the leader. Okay. okay. So that's McKinnon? No, I'm going to tell Well, no. No, actually, I don't oh, think okay. so. I think Landis Gog is face. The really good-looking guy. Not a knock on his leadership, mm-hmm. because he could easily be Hannibal. Easily be Hannibal. Um, McKinnon is B.A. Baracus. He is the tough guy who is loaded with testosterone, who wants to knock everybody over, and he's very, very intense. Was he Mr. T? Yes. Oh, okay. That is Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon and Miss as Mr. T. Yes, because he has that personality. Does oh, he? Oh no, I don't. I don't think he's that abrasive. No, no, not abrasive. I'm saying intense. He's intense. He is intense. That, and that to me is B. A. Barakas. B. A. Barakas wasn't mean. He was just intense and intimidating. Always ready for a fight. That's right, and that's Nathan McKinnon. He's willing to drop the gloves. He is built like a tank. And he's intense. And from the stories that I've read and stories I've heard about him, even in practice, he is B.A. Barakas. Oh, yeah. He's let's pick it up, guys. That's right. And in stronger words than that. Rantanen, I don't know where he fits in. He's not the crazy guy, and he's certainly not Hannibal. So I don't know where he fits in. Well, who's the third guy then? Well, well, I've already given I've given. Landeskog, uh-huh. face and Hannibal, because he's oh, the leader okay. and he's the best looking okay. guy. Okay. B.A. Baracus is absolutely McKinnon, no doubt. But then the other character is the crazy guy. None of them are the crazy guy. And certainly Rantanen isn't the crazy guy. So I don't even know how he fits in. Maybe that's why he's on the second line. Oh, he's uh he's a he's a pretty fierce competitor too. He's uh not above taking a, letting you know he's there, let's put it that way. Don't you wish he would do it more? Yeah. Yeah. It's six foot three, 215 pounds. Well, he was very critical after last season's loss to the Vegas Golden Knights that they weren't a physical playoff team and didn't respond to the playoff challenges sufficiently. So he certainly understood that. And I think he's shown he's played that way much, much of the year. He had in the playoffs so far, there have been times he has been physical. But for his size, for his, here, let, let's put it this way. Who's more physical, Rantanen or McKinnon? McKinnon. Who's more physical, Landeskog or Rantanen? Landeskog. Who's the biggest of the bunch? Oh, they're, Landeskog's a pretty big fellow. Uh, Rantanen, he's not 6'3". Rantanen is taller. He's That's not 6'3". Really and, and who weighs more? Probably Rantanen. I would have to look that up. Okay. Danny, can you look up the, uh, the roster? You don't have to do it, Terry. You're, you're hosting a very important show here. I'm guessing Landeskog and Rantanen might be the same weight. Maybe. 
But Brandon is six foot three. And in theory, he should be playing like a John LeClaire role with his size. Yeah. I've got Landeskog and Rantanen both at two fifteen. There we go. Rantanen six four, Landeskog six one. But I don't I think you're you're portraying Rantanen as being a passive player and I don't think that at all. I didn't say he was passive. I love I love taking your words and twisting them. Well, you don't. He is not passive, but he's also not tough enough for his size. Six four two fifteen. I'm sorry, you got to push some people around more consistently than he does. I think he does to an extent, and I will go along with the idea that he could probably do it more. Well, then he should. He does. He doesn't play for his size. Where McKinnon is a is a tiny guy in comparison. Well, and, and he, he plays big. Here, McKinnon plays big. Is that fair to say? Yes. Uh, Landeskog plays big. Is that yes. fair? Does Rantanen play big? Uh, no. But there we go. But that, here's the that, other that, thing about that Land- was the Landeskog and McKinnon sometimes overdo it. Uh, neither one of them should be dropping the gloves. Landeskog sh- should not be the Avenger on this team. I agree. Just because he's the captain. Right. McKinnon shouldn't be fighting, right. period. Who should be the only guy, when they're, those three are together, who should be the only guy fighting on that line? Rantanen. Rantanen. No. Why? He's Rantanen six Rantanen is pretty much incapable as a fighter to get himself killed. Landeskog. That's my point. You're if, making my point for if me. If only one of them has to fight, it should be Landeskog. You're making but my... He, but he's, uh, he's taking it to an extreme by thinking the C on his chest means he, he needs to be the Avenger. And the other thing that bothers me, and this is getting a little bit off track, it is. but Landeskog has, has cited, oh, it was a clean hit, but he had to pay. The, he had to answer the bell for it. You shouldn't have to fight every time you lay a clean, hard hit on somebody in hockey. That's just gotten ridiculous. Isn't it fair to say, though, that arguably your biggest forward is the guy who refuses to drop the gloves the no, most? No. 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 Com- I can't run down. I can't run down. Comfort's his, tougher than 30, he is. I can't run down. Is Comfort tougher than he is? No. No, he's not? He is not. Comfort? Comfort's is, tougher than Randon? Yeah. No. Comfort, Comfort is, a, is a third-line center who is not necessarily all that physical. And it certainly would not be. There's a lot of how about there's a lot of showmanship and how about Cadre? How about Cadre? Cadre, yes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes to the detriment of his game. Uh, no kidding. Well, and, often to the detriment. And then of thank his goodness game. he's out because of an injury and not because of his suspension. Well, he he was uh, he and Cagliano. Neither one of them were on at pods in the media day today, which is another hint. Right. That neither one's probably going to play tomorrow right. night. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance? Just in case you missed it. Rockies had a pretty good road trip out in California. They are now back home, taking on the Cleveland Guardians. We'll talk about that a little bit next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry on Mile High Sports. There's no need to fear. Underdog is here. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Wow, where did this come from? Rockies are underdogs tonight at home. 
There we go. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at T Fry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for a wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, if you're thinking about dinner, highly recommend you go to Terry's, one of one of Terry's favorite places, easily one of my favorite places, Smoking Dave's Barbecue and Brew. Best barbecue in town. And I say that with no hesitation. The menu. First of all, has everything because Dave had a previous life. He did other things like, would you ever get a chicken marsala at a barbecue place? No, but there you get the best chicken marsala in town. Not to mention they smoke everything. And you know what? You could just go there for the desserts. That's how good smoking Dave's is. With that, Dave, are you the guy who put together the menu? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah I, I put that menu together. It's been a... A labor of love over the years. Well, you have absolutely crushed it. So when I have gone there, and I've gone there a lot, I've gotten, you know, so many of the barbecue options, non-barbecue options, the sides, the desserts, of course. I've never had a lot of the appetizers that you have. So I want to ask you, when I go, what do I need to try? You know, I, I think you got to go right to what we call the hog and combo, and it's just got a little variety of everything. Got some potato skin, our homemade fried pickles. Uh, we make a homemade onion ring that are world. Uh, we have a sampling of our wings and a sampling of our catfish on there. And it's just a fantastic, uh, fantastic sampling. I don't like to lie to people, but apparently I did. I've had your onion rings, and those suckers are like bike tires. <laughs> They're huge. I mean, where where do you find onions? I, I'm not even exaggerating. Where do you find onion, uh, onions really that large to make those onion rings? Well, they're called a colossal onion, and they just come to various sizes, but that's the biggest onion they make, and uh, that's how we make our onion rings out of those. So you guys have a full bar at the North Denver location, is that right? We have a full bar in all of our locations. Right. Yeah, I mean, we range from eight caps to, to 20 20 different beer selections on tap, and then a large varietal of, uh, of bottled beers, and then a uh, selection. Okay, now Terry has been there just one time. He got you got like twice. You went there twice. What'd you get the second time? Ribs. You got the ribs. Yeah, and I am scared to tell you because you were going to yell at me. Why? Because you wanted me to have the marsala. I, I did want you to have the marsala. Why didn't you have the marsala? I had the ribs because that's the showcase product of any ridge, ribs place. And uh, they were great. What did Helen have? Ribs. Why, why didn't you just get the Marcel and you could have split it? Because we the previous time we'd done the triple plate. Okay, so besides the Marsala, Dave, next time Terry and Helen go back, what do they need to get? Give me a main course, a couple of sides, and a dessert. Well, you got to try our meatloaf. I think we have outstanding meatloaf. Um, it is. It's, it's got a, a little different twist on it with a balsamic cream sauce that we do. Um, that'd be nice. But you probably won't, won't live, like order the brisket or something. Well, you know what? I've had the meatloaf many times. The first time I went to your place, I had the meatloaf and we, we ordered out uh, and we, I'm sorry, we did, we did takeout and I saw this jar of something and I'm like, what's that? And so I dipped something in it and I, and I looked at Manny and I'm like, this is amazing. And that was the, like the balsamic mushroom cream cream sauce is that what it is yeah 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 we make it with balsamic vinegar we reduce it hit it with some uh, heavy whipping cream 
have uh, portobello mushrooms in it. It's really good. Okay, so I know Terry has had the cheesy corn bake. Oh, God, yes. Okay. So what other size? And I know you've had the coleslaw. Yes. What else have you had? So Dave can tell you what to get the next that's time. All I I, that's all I've got. Because I know you're not going to listen to me, apparently. No, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a king of variety. <laughs> so, Dave, what should Terry get? you got to try our mac and cheese. That's good. We don't, unfortunately, do the mac and cheese up in Essence Park uh, due to a limitation on size of kitchen. But our mac and cheese is phenomenal. Four different cheeses, uh, cavatappi uh, type of pasta. Um, and then for the adult version, we add uh, green. We can top it with any type of meat that you would like as well. Okay. I've talked about the bread pudding. I've had, like, the brownie that, that comes with, like, this, like, was it? It's not raspberry. It's some kind of jam. What is that that is ridiculously good? It's a, it's a blackberry compote oh. that we make. It's a reduction with uh, sugar and blackberries and a little bit of red wine. I would tell Terry to get that, but he's not going to listen to me. What should he get? I think you got to try our beignets. Yeah. A version of a Louisiana favorite and top them with powdered sugar, cinnamon, and uh, vanilla ice cream. I think we've gone through all the things Terry needs to get when he goes with Helen. Terry, stop texting Helen. What are you going to listen to Dave this time around? I will. Macaroni and cheese. Okay. You can't get it up in Estes Park. You know that, right? Right. Okay, good. Dave, uh, tell us about where all your locations are because you have so many. Estes Park, Lions, Longmont, and North Denver. You can check us out online. SmokingDavesBarbecue.com for all of our hours and uh, address. Thanks, Dave. Have a great day. Take care. Thank you. See you, buddy. All right, time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfields Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfields has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, the Colorado Rockies host the Cleveland Guardians tonight after winning a series in San Francisco and splitting one in San Diego. Shane Bieber will be pitching for the road team, Antonio Senzatella for the home team. Any uh, happy thoughts on the Rockies, considering they performed pretty well on their road trip? Unfortunately, I'm picking Justin Bieber. <laughs> We're sitting here uh, clapping hands as the Rockies managed to go 4-3 and three on a road trip. Isn't that unbelievable? I mean, but that's progress. I mean, and Marquez won two, won two games on the trip. So if the starting pitching gets back to where it can be with him in Freeland. Uh, Marquez. With Marquez in yep. Freeland. And then, and even Gomber gets going. I think they'll be okay. You know, they'll be okay. You know Freeland, what? I, Freeland uh, won a game on the trip too. You know what? You, you mentioned a number that piqued my interest. Yes, it is progress that over the course of seven games, the Rockies won four. We can only hope that is the same case for the Avalanche in their <laughs> next series. Yeah, it's amazing. We all we talk about the ups and downs of playoff hockey. You win 57% of your games, you win the Stanley Cup. That's, and and that's why it's such a folly for us to overreact to single game results. 
All right, that was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk in any store and try out the appliances before you buy them, not to mention their sales staff. Super experienced. When you make a, a purchase like that, you want to you wanna go in there and ask a lot of questions. You used to want to look at a refrigerator and say, gee, this looks good to me. There are a lot of different options that you have. Work with a team at Mountain High Appliance. It's going to get you what you want. That's what they did with Mandy. Stackable washer and dryer. She cannot be any happier. Love the customer service. Love the price as well. Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, many have said the Lightning have not faced an Avs team because they have like a team that has had as much speed as the Avs. But isn't it fair to say that the Avs have basically played, generally speaking, I don't want to say cupcakes, but really weak competition to get to the Stanley Cup final? Well, I don't know. The Lightning have faced a buzzsaw. Isn't that fair? That's next. Here comes Speed Racer. He's a demon on wheels. He's a demon and he's gonna be chasing after someone. 